0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we've got Eternals feedback. We asked for it, and you delivered, for better or worse. (laughs) All that and more, (laughs) and we have no control over it.
1: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair today, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin. How are you?
2: I am great. I was up to my eyeballs in feedback emails. There must have been yes. 40 just for the last the couple days.
1: Yeah. And I, I've been seeing it today. It's been dropping like boom, 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 more, mm-hmm. more, more.
2: I yeah, kept so. up with it pretty good today oh, yeah? too, and just kept oh, throwing them in okay. there.
1: I dig Ooh. it. I dig it. Well, we got a lot of feedback. We're no way we're going to make it through it all today. So we're probably do what we've been doing lately when we have these big movies drop. We'll do about a 45 minute episode today the 45 minute episode next week just keep dropping these like eternal's yep. feedbacks as long as we have feedback
0: coming in. I'm betting we're gonna go through these uh, right up until we start Hawkeye coverage
1: <laughs>
2: yeah yeah this and people are gonna still be sending it in
1: Probably yep it's actually an interesting thing. it's like a natural spoiler like buffer because we we do these Eternals episodes until we run out of like a big bunch of Eternals feedback and then we integrate the Eternals feedback into the regular feedback so it's like as long as people are still like actively going to see it and sending feedback we keep it in the Eternals feedback episodes and then we slow it down to regular feedback episodes it's kind of neat
2: yeah, it always works out pretty good. Yeah,
1: so far, so if it's good. Just
2: keeping that content coming.
1: <laughs> uh, keep the content coming. Panda's made you some content.
2: <laughs> Open wide. i <laughs> will never not do it.
1: I like it. I like <laughs> it. All right. Well, we're gonna go into talking about this feedback, and then we're gonna send Ashley to her feedback cave. And anybody in the live chat, feel free to write in, talk to Ashley. Uh, bring, bring some, bring some sweet, sweet. Feedback to her, and we'll have some live feedback at the end.
2: I'm going to post the roles. Read them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Read them. All right, Jeffrey, hit us with that feedback.
2: All right, we got Morgan
0: Floyd up first, one of our patrons listening to Eternals cast, and I felt the same way about Harry Styles when I first heard he was Eros. I then remembered, though, that he is currently filming two other films as well. He's starring in Don't Worry, Darling, alongside Florence Pugh, and a movie called My Policeman. So, obviously, people think he's pretty good at acting, so hopefully he'll be great in the MCU. I just wanted to give you all some hope. (laughs) However, Marvel hasn't let me down at casting yet, so I trust them.
2: You want to hear some tea? There's tea? Oh, yeah. So, Olivia Wilde is directing Don't Worry, Darling. And she was ma- uh, engaged to Jason Sudeikis, and they have kids for years. And she actually cast Harry Styles in this, and then left him during production for Harry Styles. So whether he can act or not, I don't know. Why she might have cast him, but you know that happened. So yikes! Huh. yikes. And I'm totally team Jason. I love him.
1: <laughs> mm, I do love Jason. Ted Sudeikis. Lasso. <laughs> I will say, like, uh, yes, that is that is possible that the. People involved in these films are just personally trying to sleep with Harry Styles. That is possible. Uh, but... Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> I, I wouldn't.
2: <laughs> I mean, he was into it, too. She's hot.
1: I'm, but I'm, you know, still,
2: hearts were broken in casting and all.
1: <laughs> my, my point is, there's other reasons to cast Harry Styles than being a good actor. Not saying he's not. I actually think so far, what we've seen, the little bit of Eros... Looked, looked freaking awesome. And I think Minute he's gonna, yeah, like I really thought it looked good. I thought he did a good job, but you cast Harry Styles because he brings a huge fan base that is not oh related God. to the content. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a bunch of non Marvel fans who've never watched a Marvel thing are gonna go see Eternals because they heard Harry Styles, isn't it? You know what I mean?
2: It was a checkmate move by Feige. Like that it was it's the, smart. It was how to close the gap between that. Group of people who might not, or that like number on a pie chart that's not coming to see it. They're like Harry Styles, Get, yeah. a Capal, more money. <laughs>
0: Get that
1: fourth quadrant in there, yeah. yeah.
0: Get make it a, make it look like Pac Man closing down on it, Eat, just,
1: all, 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 just eating all that money. <laughs> but I, I will agree with Morgan. I, I, I trust Marvel, and I, they've, they haven't really let me down with casting either. So, like, I right. I think yeah. we're gonna I think we're gonna be happy with Harry Styles. I still. Weird things I hear about this character from the comics. Like, it seems like a really weird choice and interesting way to go. And Harry Styles, like, kind of could be kind of a bold, interesting choice for, for them with Harry Styles in their role. I don't know. I mean,
0: you know, knowing what I know about Eros, like, it, it makes sense that somebody, you know, who is as famous as Harry Styles would be that part. Like, there's not really much acting that needs to happen at that point. You know, it's right. the I'm beautiful and everybody knows it, especially me, um, kind of character. Yeah. It's so a,
1: it's kind of, it's, eh. it's kind of meta stunt casting in a way. Almost. Um, yeah. Which, which is, is as long as there's also acting chops, commiserate with the role because you don't have to be the best actor ever to be in every role in the MCU. You know what I mean? Like there are lots of roles in the MCU and some of them require really heavy duty acting and some of them require you to be like quirky and fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To take 25 takes to get that one minute to make him look good. And we don't know what happened.
1: Yeah. Well, we also (laughs) don't know what they, what role they have for him. Like it might be that he isn't going to be like, the headliner on a thing. He's just going to be a member of a cast, you know?
2: I think you're right. I think he'll be more like, like if he pops up in guardians or Thor love and thunder, which would be hilarious since he's like the God, you know, Eris is the God of love. Ooh, that's a good call. And he just seems like, you know, he, if he's like the gods, like written like that, like he's kind of like flirty and just ridiculous. Like he's an over the top God who's just always kind of teasing people. Yeah. yeah. I love so that idea because I love the idea of him hitting on
1: Lady Thor <laughs> and Thor getting pissed off, but also the idea of Gore the God Butcher coming after all the gods and Eros
2: being one of them. You That'd know, That'd be really cool. Oh, I can't wait for Christian Bale. Oh, my God. <sighs> Oh. The intensity.
0: Oh, that's a good call, actually, Matt. I didn't think about that because, like, Yo. all of the Eternals have names that are like Greek pantheon, right? They're, yeah, yeah. They're, or that like inspired the Greek pantheon, right? Exactly. So they could show up in Thor: Love and Thunder and just be bodies on the floor, right? <laughs> I
1: mean,
2: and then I win the bet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of the bet, okay, so I I bet one no no jeff bet zero i bet one yeah, i started i started with three no that and one then would said die zero oh and then you That's said i wanted to be five. positive five. <laughs> and i think what was it three three died it was three if if we count icarus have died I, icarus died right are we counting icarus yeah, died i think so theoretically yeah so three so it's d- smack in the middle between I lost me and you points on that son of a bitch
2: Oh, he flew too close to the sun. You flew too close to the sun, buddy.
0: Yep. (laughs) I couldn't
2: believe they literally did that. I like, Ken audibly groaned. He was like, really? (laughs) I was like, but it looks beautiful on the IMAX.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it looks beautiful.
2: Burnout traitor. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) I I knew what they were doing there, but it didn't bother me, I guess. Yeah. The, like, reference, or the over-obvious reference. The over-reference,
2: yeah. It's a good over-reference. Over reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It is fine. It's great. It's fine. Thena like that. She's like... Which one's Sina. Thina? No, A. That's um Lips. Angelina uh, Jolie. Yeah.
1: Okay. She survived. I get points for her. Yeah. And what about Kingo? Uh, Kingo survived. Kingo I get points survived. for him. Yeah. Man, I'm killing it. That's weird. You don't <laughs> have points.
2: Let's do this later. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. <laughs> we will
1: we'll argue about why Matt doesn't have Kingo points later.
2: Zoo was partying with me all weekend. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's probably I
1: why. We're yeah. talking about it, by the way. Since we're saying enough about it at this point, we're, do- we're talking about our fantasy league where we bet on who will appear in which movies. And if they die, you they lose, lose points and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm kind of like cleaning it up right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you're
0: winning? doing okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're winning, yeah,
0: you're, you're nothing compared to what Ashley's got going that's right now, though. so
1: true. So true.
2: D- am I at the bottom? Like, I really hope I am. Is it at the bottom? No. No. How? I picked all the wrong people. A
0: second from the bottom.
2: Uh, who's the bottom? Jess. Aw. I can't enjoy that. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. That's how lovable Jess is. Like, you were like getting ready to smack talk whoever was behind you. And then you're like, oh, I can't enjoy that.
2: (laughs) Not not my girl. Not my baby girl.
1: That's wonderful. Okay, let's get to the next feedback.
0: (laughs) All right. Oh, wait, for another patron says, I'm having a hard time finding a character or storyline that I didn't care about here. And I'd like to just be happy about this movie that I loved without being too anti-negativity in the community. It's just difficult not to be worried that Marvel and Disney are going to respond to all of the critiques with course correcting that removes things I loved about this first one. Unfortunately, that forces me to care about other people's opinions on the movie. Hmm. And that's a difficult spot to be in. All in all, I got to watch a well-crafted complex story about the beauty of humanity from an outside point of view. I got to see a protagonist who leads this journey not because of her physical abilities, which are also great, but because of her love for humanity. I saw a villain hating himself for betraying people he loved but unable to waver from his beliefs. I saw a dozen different characters go through beautiful arcs that resonated with the theme of the movie— And yes, there are too many of those arcs to list without writing one of those long-winded emails I used to write to you guys, but having a lot of characters is not an inherently bad thing in a story. I've seen terrible movies with only a few main characters, and I've seen breathtaking ones with too many to count. What matters is whether it's clear the creators care about what they're presenting to us, and to me it's clear in spades that Chloe and the other writers care very much. I just hope that they'll be allowed to bring us more. In that regard, I guess I'm at the mercy of the loudest opinions. Until
1: next time. I wrote back to OA for here and I like I mostly agree with everything he says here. I do think the movie had some issues, but like I, there th- what he said at the top is like there's not a character I don't like in it and there's not really a storyline I don't like in it. It's just and I'm excited to see where they go. And and to to give him some well, encouragement, I think we've got like A lot. I think they've already bet so much on the Eternals, and the fact that they split them up into three teams at the end to send out to different places. Like, I feel like they're going to be tied into the next few movies. So, the opinions on the Eternals are not fully formed, and like we're going to find out what happens next to the Eternals. (laughs) They already have plans in motion for the next few things. I think so. I don't think they're going to change course that strong.
2: Like. Look at how the internet broke about Brie Larson. So saying that they're like, did, Marvel doesn't listen; they follow their plan. Like, if they listened to the loudest opinions, they would have taken her out because people were really unhappy with what she did. But so many people start like, I don't know.
1: I don't want to. Dis- I don't want to discourage and I wait for and I don't want to disagree with you, but I also have to say they did not make a Captain of Marvel 2, instead called it the Marvels. You know what I mean? Like, so like, <laughs> yeah. even though they, they might've been
2: the plan. Maybe. Did they say, oh. Maybe. Yeah.
1: But we don't know that. And it's like, it feels like, it, I've always felt like that is sort of a like, okay, people didn't love this character by herself. So we're putting her on a team. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they've kind of like made this, this movie that's now going to be about three characters. And she's clearly going to be like a leader among them and the most experienced of them or something. But like, it's still the kind of weird. Them. Yeah, it's still mm-hmm. kind of weird. It's kind of like, you know, you'd never get a sequel to one of the characters. You start to feel... It's kind of like with the DC stuff. Like, they never going to give us a Man of Steel 2? Like... The
0: they did. Pe- the it people. was called Batman versus Superman. <laughs> called BV. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, but it wasn't. It was like... It was BVS. Um, and they kept saying they might do a Man of Steel 2 and never did, um, for whatever reason.
0: You know, like I said, when when we did our, our initial reaction episode, like, when I take each of the parts of Eternals, and I examine them by themselves, like the story of Kingo, right. the story of Fastos, like, I like each of those things Same, individually, yeah. but I think for a film, for a two and a half hour film... It's too much. Like, mm-hmm. no one thing got enough time. You know, like, yeah. I like those things, oh, yeah. but I want more of them. And yeah. I, I think it would have, it would have felt more cohesive given a longer, you know, a, a much longer runtime as a series. And, you know, they could have fleshed things out a bit more and, and, you know, made some decisions that were, you know, maybe better for some characters or some stories. Like, you know, when the the deviance thing happened, the shift where he, I guess, became sentient and was just like, right. I just wanted to survive. I'm going to kill you for trying to kill all of us. Like, and then runs away. I feel like they were just like, quick, we got to wrap this up, and then just like, you know, did like got that done in a hurry. Like, there's a whole thing there that they could have explored of like, whether or not the deviants even have a right to survive, you know, like, and the, and like, why is it good or bad to kill the deviants? Like, there's a whole thing there For that sure. I would yeah. love to see explored, but like, they didn't give us a chance to because they were like, ah oh, shit, we've got other stories that we have to, to feature in the 15th act.
1: Uh, let's go. I agree with that. I said very similar things on our episode, but like, that's a criticism of a lot of movies. Like the fact that you can't get in, in a two hour movie, you never get the time to go into every moral debate, at least in most Mm -hmm. two hour movies, especially when you're talking about a space epic where you're going, a lot of times you just have to decide that's going to be a bad guy and you just shoot him. But I guess like, it's kind of a credit to the movie that when that deviant became sentient, I thought for a minute, they would do something more thoughtful with it. Cause I think for the most part, it was a really thoughtful movie. Um, and kind mm-hmm. of gave all this interesting moral complexity to the characters. And then... But there are certain ones that just sort of like had to be like, hey, we're dropping this. And that is a bummer. I agree with you. But every movie does that to some degree.
2: Yeah. So I really respected the Dune movie. Still haven't seen it. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, but David Lynch had to do all of those books. And David Lynch's one from the 80s is the complete story in 2 hours and 19 minutes. Mm. And Dennis... Was like, well, I'm doing this in two two parts, and they didn't even pick up the second part. And he was still like, no, this story can't be told in one movie. I'm not doing it, and I'm even going to not do it at the risk of a second one not being made, and that is where this could possibly end. He was that serious about making sure he took long enough to flesh out new languages, new worlds, new characters, like as many different characters as this, if not more. And, you know, there's I think Chloe did an amazing job. I think she's a great director. And I think that's part of the reason why I did the things I liked about the film was a lot of the cinematography, the director, like a, it was beautiful movie.
0: Oh God, it was gorgeous. Yeah.
2: But you have to take this time if you want us to care. And I'm like, everybody's talking about it, deviating from the Marvel film formula and that being a good thing, but don't lose the good thing about your formula. That is us caring about your characters. Like all like really getting invested.
1: I I thought a lot about this idea that like the movie had too much going on. You know, like one thing I think they could have done that would have been neat is like tell two of these character stories or three or four, like pick a few, tell their story. And then two years later, Eternals 2 focuses on a different eternal or like a different group of Eternals. Like they were background characters in the first one. And then you get their full story of really what was going on and you could even you could even film a lot at the same time and have crossover scenes that happen in both movies, but like from different perspectives and stuff like that could be a really good way to play with the form while still lending focus I mean I said mm-hmm. it before the movie even came out like I was like ten ten is hard you gotta focus on somebody and i and i I think we even have feedback coming up that's like they did focus on somebody, but like I didn't feel it and I and I can't really say. Uh, yeah. you know,
2: <laughs> I, I don't even feel like there was supposed to be a main. I, that's why I don't know. Well, it, you know, with the the,
0: I guess the idea of the Eternals is that like nobody is the one. You know, it's mm-hmm. they are they are the group, and that's supposed to be the you know the way of it is that they are the group. Yeah, nobody's, yeah, nobody's yeah, yeah. bigger than the than the whole, or yeah. you know. But then they kind of <laughs> they kind of did that with Icarus being like everybody saying Icarus is the strongest.
1: Like we can't beat him, which kind of came out of nowhere. I felt like at the end, I didn't feel like that was the case until the middle way through the movie. I may have missed it. I said this last episode, but yeah, I felt like at the end they were like brought that up, like oh he's the boss, he's the th- like wait what no Selma was the boss and. I, I don't know
0: well he was the he was like the field leader or right the, right the, like, right lead them into battle sure
1: he's the, she was the one that like
0: yeah yeah and she was the one that was actually like making the decisions for their society right um I and i think i think the uh the like the marvel uh, mm-hmm. fanfare or whatever on like the youtube videos uh they were supposed to kind of lay out that like there were five like thinkers of the Eternals team huh. and five like fighters.
1: Oh, that's interesting. See, even that would have made me feel better about this movie knowing that because then you kind of start grouping people together. So like, yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. I love that idea. And I'm sad it wasn't in the movie <laughs> 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 because if you put, when you do something like that, then every time you have a thinker do action, you start to go, oh, he's one of the thinkers, and so is this guy. So you start to draw connections between characters. It's kind of like you yep. get, you sort of have these teams develop. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess they didn't want to do that, though. Or didn't want to at least say that. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I did not understand that concept while watching the movie. For sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, they kind of did it at the beginning, where we had... Um, Icarus and Kingo and Makari and Gilgamesh and Thina were the first ones on the planet. Those five were the first ones on the planet. They were fighting okay. the deviants in Mesopotamia. And then like after they were done fighting which the whatever deviants there were on the beach, the other five came down from the ship in their okay. Know, like on their little pods or whatever. Right. Where we had you know Druig and um, Druig and Ajax and Fastos and Sprite and oh God
1: Cersei God
2: yeah. <laughs> it's a lot
1: it is a lot like I know all the names I know I know all the names <laughs> like, so You think I, I you can't remember?
2: Yeah. Just go right to Game of Thrones Jon Snow Rob Stark Cersei <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right but Yeah like they had them they had them split up in in that one scene, but like never again where they split up.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. That is really interesting. So, okay, let's, uh, but, but to wait for, I hear you. And I think a lot of other people in the feedback are going to be agreeing with you. Um, there, we had a lot of people on the straight up Panda chat this week on Facebook, like saying how excited they were about this movie and like, why is everyone hating on it? I love it. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think this is going to be a situation where they're going to have to do a big course correction. I think, like, because I don't Mm -hmm. think they made, I don't think they made bad decisions with the characters. Like, any course correction in the future is going to just need like a tone shift or a focus shift, if anything. In my mind, there has
0: been there has been one course correction.
1: Oh, what's that? All hail the king. Oh, no, no, no! I yeah, I didn't the say Mandarin. there was no course creation. I'm saying I don't think this is going to be a court. Uh, something that's going right. to yeah. necessitate well, a course creation.
0: Before some one of you two was saying that Marvel doesn't back down. Oh, I don't know, but they did. Yeah, that one time. Yeah, I mean, that's the only time that they've been like, "Ooh, yeah, that wasn't a great idea."
2: Mm. <laughs> well, that was like early on. When they're still figuring, figuring it out.
1: It was also, they found a clever way to do it that like didn't un- unwrite the movie that was there. That movie still happens. Yeah, it's fair. still super fun. So it's not really a course creation in the way that they were like, don't look over there. This is what happened now. You this know, this movie I mean? doesn't exist. Yeah. They just like <laughs> found a really fun and clever way to make both true.
0: Yeah. And then in Shang-Chi, they, I love in Shang-Chi that they, they focused on that for like a, a, set, a, couple of minutes you know at the dinner table where when we was like you know a a terrorist took my name took my organization and sowed fear and made people afraid of an orange Mm -hmm. i love that scene so Mm -hmm. much like yes
2: anyway it's
0: great so chung-chi Comes out Friday on Disney Plus. Ooh, I'm excited! And we can Did watch it over and over and over again.
2: See that they're putting things out in like IMAX format now too. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's right. I'm never
2: mm-hmm. gonna leave my house again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next up, we got Hannah. Another patron says: So, Celestials send Eternals to ensure the survival of sentient life to birth new Celestials. Thanos is an Eternal. Is the snap a giant middle finger to his gods? I kind of respect that.
2: I like to think so.
1: I like to think so too. This is a a golden take. I love it.
0: I mean, Thanos I don't know, Thanos is an eternal in the comics,
1: but he's also a deviant. Well, he's also brother but, of Eros, who is an eternal in the movie. He's so
2: a deviant eternal.
0: Right. But like hybrid. In the comics, the eternals are not robots. Right In the movie, they say, Ayrshem says, you know, I, I made you unable to evolve, but they can? In the comics? They're a product of genetic manipulation and then have mm.
2: further genetic, genetic manipulation? We're that not can there happen? yet. We can't talk about the mutants yet.
1: Yeah, also, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> not there. Hmm. Also, genetic manipulation is a little different than evolution, and yeah, I mean, they're just different. That's the thing. Like, even if, I'm not saying they can't in the comics, it's just um, yeah, it's just, they're different, they're very different in the movie, and we yeah, just have to kind of like, this is this that's what I'm saying,
0: is they are different, so I don't know that Thanos is actually like, an Eternal like them.
1: Sure, sure, he doesn't have that to be means- Eternal like them, but the evidence we have of that is that Eros, he says he's his brother. So like, whatever that means... But Thanos bleeds. Sure. Do they not bleed if you prick them?
2: Do you make them bleed their own blood?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I went Shakespeare. She went Zoolander. And that's all you need to know, folks. No, that was uh, (laughs) all you need to know. Dodgeball. Oh, was it? Uh, It's very
2: close. It's still a stiller.
1: Yeah, we're still been
2: stiller. Nobody makes <laughs> me bleed my own blood.
1: Nobody. Stiller stiller never mind. Okay, we're going to get the next one. A listen Jane. Beautiful idea, Hannah.
2: A listen Jane. <laughs> you want to try it? Go ahead. Want to do it? Eh. shut up
0: <laughs> listen to jay haynes another patron says, eternals feedback my adoration for marvel movies is rooted in how they draw me into a deeply empathetic relationship with the characters eternals tried to create those relationships but the focus was spread far too thin among so many characters it fell flat from my perspective while the stakes were spelled out Quite clearly, I didn't feel the weight of the consequences on a personal level. The writing was telling me what I should think and feel as opposed to showing me a scenario and allowing me space to develop a personal connection in response to the characters' inner conflict. So many half-baked character arcs crammed into two and a half hours. There truly was nothing wrong with this film. It just didn't have the spark that has made other MCU films so magical for me. I found the characters and their journeys intriguing. There was just too little to work with when trying to establish a personal connection to their arcs. Mad love for the diversity of characters represented, though, and for the extremely talented and stunning cast. Alyssa,
2: this is exactly how i feel i was yeah. like i got reading this one was one of the first ones i read after the facebook message you know chat and i was <laughs> like okay this really did a lot for my mental health
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like i'm not I gonna be really allowed like, on the Alyssa. podcast ever yeah, again Yeah, i
2: think i think her i was like wow
0: <laughs> thank you Alyssa, for helping ashley's mental health you don't know how bad she needs it <laughs> That came out worse than I intended.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not wrong. I mean, you said nothing incorrect in that entire
1: sentence. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm with her on this, and like, it's very, very, very similar to what we've been saying. But uh, yeah, I like everybody in it, and that's why I, I think. I
0: think that's what's most disappointing about it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take a Jeff quote and be like, "Even the worst Marvel movie is better than the best DC movie." Like, we're not saying oh. that, you know. We're not saying that
1: we're I'm sorry, <laughs> I
2: quoted you. I'm
1: sorry. That was that was <laughs> the uh, hot take. That may that may have been true, but then the Suicide Squad happened, and the Suicide Squad. Is so, oh yeah, yeah that was, was so good.
2: Was so good. Did, Did you, you mean, like it better than Eternals?
1: Yes. I
2: Fair. like Eternals better too.
0: than some other MCU films. Like it's the
1: worst. No, I'm saying it's just, yeah. I think she's just it's making just it a question. I I thought The Suicide Squad was better than like it would Thor. be upper tier Marvel movie for me. Like even yeah, just being great. purely its own that's the thing. It's a wonderful, singular movie. It didn't require connection to anything else. It's its own thing and it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous.
2: I feel like that we're allowed to because it's a James Gunn movie. Yeah, I agree. So like (laughs) we get like by proxy, that's okay. Yeah. Like by proxy, that might as well just be a Marvel movie.
1: (laughs) He's just so good at creating lovable characters that like they don't, they're not perfect. You connect with their like imperfect nature and you just, oh, I can't wait for the Peacemaker show coming out soon. Especially
2: the child murdering weasel. He was my favorite. He's so (laughs) lovable. He just breeze right over. They're like, he murdered 25 kids. I'm like, but he's so gross and cute. You're so ugly. (laughs) He's so ugly. I love him. So
1: good. So good. I really, I can't say enough good about that movie.
0: I mean, that's, that's what James Gunn does though. Like that's what he did with Guardians. He took five assholes and made us love them. Exactly and then mm-hmm. threw a couple more in there and was like, you're going to like these characters too. Yeah. And we did. And we did. Alyssa, thank you for helping Ashley's mental health. I, I'm i right there with you. I mean, we've we said that a lot, you know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Our next one wants to stay anonymous, so we will, <laughs> we will maintain anonymity. Yeah. Uh, anonymous said... I was actually pretty disappointed in a lot of the powers the characters had. Ajak, not even exactly sure what her powers are. As the leader of the group, I was looking forward to seeing her use her powers to put up one hell of a fight against the Deviants when Icarus threw her down to them. Instead, she ran, flailed, grabbed a shotgun, and tried to defend herself. Thena, okay, she's a good fighter with strength and fast reflexes, basically Captain America. Uh, Druig, he can control the minds of people, but can't control the minds of any of the actual enemies. What good is he?
1: (laughs) I gotta, I gotta disagree with that one. He's my favorite one, though. I liked Druig a lot, but I loved his, like, controlling that village and using them as, like, his firing squad when the Deviant was attacking. So cool. So cool. And, like, kind of awful. And I think at one point, uh, one of the other characters tells him, let these people go. What are you doing? Like yeah. you're you're using these people for your fight. Like you can't do this. But like it was real cool, and I I look forward to seeing more of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, he's got such a moral quandary. He's not he, okay. Like <laughs> we talked about it earlier. There's there's two teams of five. There's the thinkers, and then there's the the uh, the fighting squad. Right. Mm-hmm. So Druig is not meant to be fighting deviants. He's meant to be helping people, helping the sentient life understand each other and and better work together, right? Like that's why he can control their minds and not the deviants. Like he's there to help the people. The fighters are there to stop the deviants. Like right. Ugh. And, and it it's a shame that it's a shame that they didn't go into it more and actually like. You know, kind of throw everybody's purpose out there as far as like, you know, Faustus helps them with technology, and Druig helps them understand and be diplomatic, and yeah. Sprite gives them art, and you know, uh. lets them tell stories. Like,
1: oh yeah, I guess that may. I see those uh, things in those characters, and but the, I guess the only one I really understood was Faustus giving them technology. I didn't. Yeah, and, and I see why Druig was so frustrated because at the idea that like he has this ability to help the humans and he's not being allowed to do it. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to continue with the anonymous email. Uh, Fastos is a decent fighter and is good with technology. If he's given time to think and prep, then he's useful. But if deviants ambush him, how powerful is he really?
1: See again, I got to agree real quick. He was so freaking awesome in that final fight when he's just like doing technology on the fly. He's like throwing cogs at the Deviants. It was awesome. <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. he was doing. When cogs? he like trapped uh, Icarus down on the ground with those like ropes of light or whatever. So good. So well, cool. Yeah,
0: he had he had prepared for that one.
1: I guess. In but a he, way. he seemed to be like just pulling technology out of his little, um, I don't know, the little brown sphere that he held.
0: <laughs> he just seemed to be. He, he was throwing stuff together on the fly. And, yeah. you know, I agree with you that he is awesome yeah. when given that opportunity to actually shine like that. And that character was like, he's one of the. He's one of the characters that I thought was the best as far as, like, actual character development, like emotional development.
1: Agreed. They fleshed him out a lot. But
0: was also an awesome Eternal, and he had the least screen time out of all of them.
1: Really? Is that, is that broken down yet? Except for Makari. Okay. Yeah, like, Makari got to, so little screen time.
0: He was the second to last one to, um, to be, like Gone to get or gone like recruited or whatever, right? The whole time everybody's fighting the deviants, or like they're in you know, they're in South America or whatever. And I'm like, come on, where's Fastos? Go get him! (laughs) 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 Go get him! It was just, I don't know, it's a little disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Anonymous continues, Cersei, all right, she can turn a rock into another element. Sure, that comes in handy sometimes, but I just Don't feel like that screams powerful Eternal to me. It doesn't, but she's not one of the fighters. Uh, Sprite, poor Sprite, is basically useless. Sorry to say, but being able to create illusions isn't going to kill a Deviant. I will concede that Makari, Kingo, Icarus, and Gilgamesh have impressive powers, making them formidable against the Deviants. But these are Eternals, created by a Celestial to fight Deviants. They're supposed to be a step above the Avengers. So I just felt that some of them were underwhelming in their ability to actually contribute to the killing of Deviants.
1: Hmm. And see, that's oh. where your description uh, that you made uh, about well, the, fi- not- the fighters and the thinkers and the like idea that they're there to build a society and help, right. help them grow to more people— so that they can birth celestials. It's not just about killing deviants, I think is the idea. But I do, I do think we don't really get that from the movie at all.
0: Yeah. Like it's, it's not, I don't think it's necessarily headcanon that, you know, brings you to that point, but it's definitely like you had to watch the YouTube videos and, and get all of the, like get all the stuff leading into it that Marvel is putting out. And like, you shouldn't have to, you know, you sure. shouldn't have to go and Absolutely. watch YouTube videos in order for the movie to, like, make a lot of sense. Right.
1: right. And, and so, I think the anonymous writer here is, has a misconception about what the Eternals were supposed to be. He's thinking of them kind of like X-Men, where you're like, you're just putting together a great fighting force. But no, these are supposed to be, like, Eternal Shepherds. Yeah, shepherds that guide the society forward. And Part of
0: being a shepherd is to also defend the flock. And that's right. what those five were doing.
1: Yeah. That's, 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 that's great. I love that analogy. I wish it had been in the movie. And I probably yeah, right? would have, like, just that analogy would have made me feel way better about the movie. Like, the mention of them, some of them being thinkers, some of them being fighters would have made me feel better. And the mention of them being, like, shepherds guiding humanity would have made me feel better. Because I've kind of felt yeah. like they were intentionally staying out of humanity, right? Yeah.
2: They took out Selma's, like, intro where she did say that.
0: Yeah. But guiding them through the, through the years. Through the
2: years, Yeah. Yeah, like
0: ah, uh, the the whole like gentle pushes toward advancement or yeah. gentle pushes in directions like
1: like irrigation. And seen this and that. that,
0: like God, it would have been so great.
1: We do a little bit. I mean, like they are present at all of these major points in human history, like building of certain major cities and like they are there. And it, I think it's I think it's in the subtext, but I do kind of wish like we had understood their mission more because I did kind of get the idea that they're there to just protect them from the deviants. And is that, is that line about they, they stay out of battles unless the deviants are involved. Is that in the movie or is that only in the trailer?
0: Yeah, that was in the movie that, um, that was when, um, like Dane said, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you help fight against Thanos uh, or any of the other awful things throughout history? And she's like, well, you know, we were instructed not to,
1: yeah, so it, it, that's the thing. Even Dane in that moment is assuming like, why didn't you fight? You have superpowers. Why didn't you fight? But her superpower why didn't is you like be a hero. Yeah, like their ideas of what a hero is is based on Avengers, and these are not those people. These are like supposed to. I think they're supposed to be like guiders of of a, you know, society. And we didn't really. I didn't understand that until this conversation. And now i like it more based on that. And like I wish I knew that. <laughs> prior to now <laughs> yeah
0: that's good oh and uh anonymous to uh to to give you some uh insight quote unquote i don't know i don't know what to call it other than insight ajax power was healing oh that's right uh healing yeah. herself and others so that's not really a combat power so, no. like, when it comes time to fight deviants, like, yeah, you're going to grab a shotgun. You're not going to try to heal them to death. <laughs> but I'm... To- yeah. Although,
1: when Anonymous said that, I was like, wait, what was her power? Like, I couldn't remember what she said.
2: <laughs> it took me a long time in the movie to, to be like, oh, that's what it is, until I actually saw her doing it to somebody.
1: <laughs> she does it pretty early and on. It's like,
2: like, oh, why, Icarus, that's a bad person to take out. Like, the mm-hmm. bad choices.
0: It was right at the beginning... When, like, when Icarus was fighting the the deviant that he tore apart, and, you know, the five of them came down, Icarus comes flying back down, and she's like, oh, your shoulder, bleh, and he's like, thank you, Ajak. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, like, yeah, yeah. they kind of tried to show us the, the all of their powers being used, and kind of, like, Jeez. how the team split, and it just, I don't think that one scene was enough.
2: There was, like, ten of them, I was like... Look at them all on this IMAX screen. I can't watch them all at the same time. It's that classic <laughs>
1: yeah. thing where, like, they say, show, don't tell. And I always yeah. disagree with that. Like, I, I I don't mind a little telling. Like, I need a little bit of telling. <laughs> yeah. Have one good exposition scene that gives me a little bit of that stuff and I would be very happy. It could have been in the opening scroll, and that would have given me a lot, you know.
2: A scroll would have been like fifteen minutes by the end. <laughs> it's <not even> like, <laughs> no, just like literally, like, like come on, guys. No, yeah, <laughs> they were
1: sent on a mission to I be agree. shepherds of the society, and then I'm like, I'm there, you know. Yep. A group of five thinkers and five warriors. Like I'm there. That's it. Like that's <laughs> that much, and I would have been like, oh, I'm already more intrigued. Five? Who's? A th- I would have been like watching them going, you see a thinker or a warrior, you know, like. <laughs>
0: Look uh, at that thinker being a warrior.
1: <laughs>
0: Breaking out of your mold. <laughs> uh,
1: quite literally if if they do, do you think okay uh, we're 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 at, at the end of our time. Do you think they're going to bring back the ones that were killed?
0: Well, I mean in comics whenever a uh, whenever dies. an eternal is killed, they're basically just kind of regenerated in their back at their base home base. Camp. Yeah. Yeah, and that's in Antarctica. So
1: in the comics, it's in Antarctica. But it, that,
0: yeah, that's that's in the comics. But so, like, they have their homeworld, and we right. saw a ton of like blank slates. Mm-hmm. So it may be it may be a thing that they are like they have to go back to homeworld.
1: It gives me a hope for more uh, Selma Hayek time. Yeah, yeah. They, they go back
0: to they go back to homeworld, and they're faced with uh, like rebooted or. Um, not rebooted, backup, backup copies. <laughs> Man, like backup, Wouldn't backup and nice? restored copies of, uh, of the rest of the team that died. But what
1: I, how I can totally see like an Eternals 2 or whatever where like they've gone through the galaxy recruiting other Eternals to turn against their gods, right? And then they finally get to home base with like an army of Eternals who have like come, come home to like stop them. And then they're having to, they're, they're faced with like Icarus and Ajax and like, people that were there you know they have to like fight ajak or whatever because she's like you know you guys have strayed from the path it was one thing to stop (laughs) stop the destruction of earth but you've like destroyed the celestials i don't know
2: i wonder why they don't just send like thena back like if that's what happens i would just take thena out back and be like girl this is for your best interest and then just because she has the i want to call it mind warp but that's not what it is
1: Oh, the uh, mad weary.
2: Mad right. weary. She's so mad weary, dude.
1: <laughs> in this version, they don't know much about themselves. So, like, if they do, like, respawn, maybe they may not know that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, they may not know that they respawn.
1: Hey Ash, was there any? Uh, was there any feedback in the live chat?
2: Uh, King Cole says, "I'm not sure if this has been mentioned yet, but Gilgamesh." grabbing a cast iron pan barehanded from essentially a stone oven made me hurt all over <laughs> but then again i guess they're fancy robots yeah so i want a cast iron pan so bad uh so i can make frittatas <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, when he said, do you want to try my pie? I was like, I, yes, I do, please. Yes. I would Me like some in the of back that pie.
2: Would like some of that pie, please.
0: I would <laughs> like some of that pie. That looks so good. Do <laughs> you have any <laughs> vanilla ice cream? So no. No ice
2: cream. No. I'll, okay.
0: I'll take it. I'll take it flat. I'll take it out of mode. Like whatever yeah. you got. <laughs> Just, and then like when he got so sad and he like, he went just kind of limp and then like the top of the pie slid off. I was like, no, yeah, that's the death. I'm saddest about.
2: I have that Mm. same Ikea that got table that got broken in that one scene. I had the same table. (laughs) I was like, that's exactly like, you don't have to even try that hard. Yeah. Rob (laughs) Stark.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so great. But, uh, Gilgamesh, like, Ripped that freaking cast iron pan apart. Oh yeah. Mm. Like that mm-hmm. that goes to show he's he's one of the fighters, he's one of those warriors where, you know, like he's the strong guy. He's the strong and guy. he was he was the strong guy that was like, go, I'll hold back all of these and sacrifice himself.
1: Yeah, he's the tank. They had a healer.
2: It's a D and D campaign. Yeah, it
1: is a D and D campaign. I like it. Yeah. At least those five, like the five fighters.
0: Much like a and d campaign, when you have too many player characters, it gets to be too much.
2: Way too much.
1: <laughs>
2: That's a great point. They should have yeah. all sat down and played D&D and been like, who's in charge?
1: <laughs> <laughs> any, other, any other things in the live chat? Mm-mm. All right. Sweet. All
2: quiet on the Western front. Sweet. Well,
1: you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We are the Marvel sin Podcast. Thanks for joining. And we'll be back uh, next week with a commissioned episode or two and some more news and feedback and more Eternals feedback and woo, so many things. Yeah. Yes. And so much
2: feedback. Hawk don't worry. We got it. all your feed. I got all of your feedback. <laughs> don't worry. If you didn't hear it this week, you'll hear it next week or the week after. Yes. Yeah. I got a lot.
0: Yeah, we did not get through hardly any of this. No, I'm keep sorry. it
2: coming, but condense it because the more that gets sent in, that's like I'm trying to cut it down. We can get to more of your guys, you know, everybody's thoughts. If you just, you know, do your best, that's yeah, all I ask. Do
1: your best. <laughs> uh, but Hawkeye in two weeks, guys. You so, yeah, yeah. huh. so excited? Yeah, so excited. So so. I just excited.
2: it's gonna help like usher in Christmas, so I can yeah. get behind it. So good. <laughs> it's
1: yeah, it's Christmas themed. It's gonna be great much love to you all peace until next time true believers
2: bye jeff the hand motions you're just killing me
1: i don't know why i did it <laughs> until next time true believers